0: Okay, here we go. It's the Funbox. It's the Funbox Podcast. Funbox Podcast. A Funbox Podcast. Funbox Podcast. Funbox Podcast. Fun. Box podcast. fun, box podcast. fun, box podcast. fun Fox it's the fun box Podcast it's the fun.
1: What's going on? Whoa, that was loud What's going on? Uh, welcome to the Fun Box Podcast, everybody uh, Today with me I have J.B. Baldwin, everybody Hello, 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 everybody There's going to be applause in the background I put in post oh, I'm nice. going to start doing that yes, from now on please
2: applause me, yes. yes Appreciate that
1: and uh yeah what's going on dude he, he came with bearing Nothing. gifts of great tidings and joy yeah He deserve a gift for the podcast man i love it dude i appreciate it small batch uh four roses small batch kentucky straight bourbon whiskey crafted from our select bourbons i'm more of a sour mash guy but it's not bad
2: easy on the wallet not too heavy awesome but good stuff sip on yeah cheers man yeah man Here. it's been a long time yeah yeah Last time I saw you was at the uh, Kill Tony. Yeah,
1: Kill Tony episode. That was a Cleveland House of Blues. Yeah. That's cool. I saw you and Carly at the same exact time. I'm like I saw so many people that night. Did I even go anywhere? No, I, I feel didn't. like I'm just I feel <laughs> like I'm like at like, you know, in Vermilion or whatever. I know.
2: My buddy from work was like, what the fuck?
1: We're gonna start this episode off with uh uh a reaction. I guess our reaction <laughs> to this. Uh, I was told to look this up. I haven't seen it yet. It's a for four the trap. Four trap by 654AR.
2: Is that like a is that how you pronounce it or is it like I
1: have no idea. Huh. 654AR the song is called for the trap. trap. <laughs> Here we go, directed by Darko. Let's see how this uh, It's got a lot of views. Yeah, it has 40 428,000 views. So here we go This is a 654AR For the Trap
2: Uploaded a week ago About assessed vocals <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the entire thing in his uh, little tiny He-Man voice
1: <laughs> that was the video it wasn't us I heard, I heard pussy that's all I could get out of it alright I can't understand it
0: Dude, I, I, don't, I don't even know
1: what to say how does it have this many views I think for shock value kind of like the the the, the it's Friday song yeah Rebecca yeah. Black
2: I, I hope I don't get on
1: the car yeah I hope I don't get docked by YouTube where like it's like some serious copyright issue <laughs> oh you can't do this you don't know about 645 AR four The Trap, don't dog. do our show away,
2: or you'll see us in The Trap. All right, all right, that was, uh, all right, I don't even know what to say. That was uh, interesting. All right. That's probably something my uh, daughter listens to. Uh,
1: probably not. I don't know anybody who would. No, that's I my know. shower music. And mm. There's no way to sing along with that. No.
2: Well, you'd have to. you just go with the beat, man.
0: Yeah. And
2: holding some cats, you know? That sounds like something you'd deal with that. I don't know. Holding some cats, yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a cat recorded it. Yeah. I should have had some cats in that video.
1: But yeah, to the viewers, right now I'm wearing sunglasses, not because I think I'm cool. It's because I woke up with a weird it's probably not as swollen right now. He's trying to
2: intimidate me, that's what he's doing.
1: Yeah. I, wanted to, I was like, welcome to the uh, fun box lair. <laughs> this is what we do. Hey, man, do you taste the fentanyl in that? <laughs> That's Delicious. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, J.B. Baldwin, dude. Baldwin. He's not one of the Baldwin. Baldwin. In Hollywood. No, I get asked that all the time. You got Steven, Alec, and then the other guy. Uh, Steven, Alec. Chris? I can't even remember. I don't even know. I don't know. No. They're not even worth it. He did a movie with somebody, was it, called Sliver, and he played, like, this guy that was recording. He would, like, spy on this girl in, a, in the hotel room, and he had, like, this, like, security camera area, and he had all
2: these weird hidden video cameras. It sounds like something a Baldwin would do. But,
1: yeah. Alec is the more successful guy. Uh, yeah. Steven was the biodome guy.
2: Yeah. The, and uh, the other guy the was that guy. Um was steven baldwin
1: yeah the other guy's the uh ringo of the other ones yeah of the other baldwins the ringo yeah.
2: i'm actually the third my real name is john john what's your what's the, the b third. for so i get this all the time people don't believe me i have to show like my birth certificate to people it's literally just the letter b yeah Swear really it. yes but it stands for baptist like you my family's from West Virginia. Um, yeah, West Virginia. Here, I'm um, John B. Baldwin III, and the B stands for Baptist. Um, yeah, Baptist heathens, baby. Had a preacher in the family. My uh, grandparents I had actually like, helped I had start like, a church in yeah, Vermilion here. I think I had like ten preachers in our family.
1: Really? Actually, my uncle runs Beacon Baptist on Lake Road, uh, across you know by uh, like Lakeview Park and all that. Oh no shit! Beacon Baptist. Your mm-hmm. uncle. Yeah, my uncle Aaron. Really? Yes. No shit. Yeah, he's been running that for years. I didn't know decades. that. Decades. So we got a little Baptist blood in us. Oh, absolutely. My mom is a preacher's daughter. My grandfather was a Baptist preacher. My grandfather on my dad's side, my dad's father was a Baptist preacher. Really? From West Virginia. And uh who else, man? My uncle my dad's brother is a Baptist preacher. My mother's my aunt on my mother's side here she married a preacher. Oh. Wow. Um it's just
2: preachers everywhere. I was raised in church pretty hardcore, believe it or not, to everyone that knows me and my <laughs> yeah, wacky yeah, lifestyle. Right. I was damn. actually gonna be a preacher when I grew up, but uh things change, you know.
1: Yeah, that's what the this podcast I don't think my mom's watched it, but I don't think she'd approve of a lot of the content. Oh, I told my whole family <laughs> I'm like, get at it. Yeah, it's watch wicked. it. Why not? <laughs> I figured, you know, it's it's kind of, you know. It's a fucking podcast.
0: Fucking podcast. This what
1: are you going to do? Yeah. What is that foul language? On YouTube, <clears throat> uh, when I upload things, I'm required to put whether or not this is geared for children or not. And I'm like, well, depends on how you want to raise your kid. I don't think... A kid watching me is going to get influenced wrongly. I think we have content that's not,
2: I guess, suitable for children. I mean, why would they even ask that though? Because kids can have access to any freaking thing they want. They want pretty much. So you be the the option if
1: they click on the video, whether it's for eighteen or not, eighteen and older or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes. You'll get that. Like, if you watch a booty-shaking video, sometimes it's a little bit too
2: risque They'll or taboo. Like, Fuck YouTube. I'll just go watch some Pornhub. Bitch. Yeah, I know. YouTube's weird like that.
1: Yeah, YouTube's they got bad. a lot of
2: regulations, but, yeah. But, yeah, so I don't
1: really know what to say. I'm like, I, I guess it's, I, okay, is it for kids? No, it's for everybody. Yeah. Uh, so I just I put no just yeah. be just for safe i'm like okay yeah uh, i definitely would say all right then kids. i won't i won't talk about <laughs> circumcised or uncircumcised penises in front of a kid yeah all right yeah. i guess that makes sense so it's not for kids yeah like i'm not gonna talk about my sex life with a child so no. it's not for kids yeah. i guess we'll put it like that but uh, i look at it i don't
2: I, I look at it as like i've said so many things in front of a child on accident oh yeah dude the cursing thing is like horrible yeah, I try and control it all the time. F bombs everywhere. It's too late. Yeah, and, uh, it's too late. Yeah, yeah I. I psh,
1: you know what? You know, it's it's a learning experience. I think being around children. But yeah, I have a good uh, valve. Turn on and off valve for my language because uh, you know, raised in church and stuff. I know how to turn it off. That's only like if I
2: step foot in like my mama's house or something like that. It's like once I walk in there holds like an instant switch. Yeah, I don't even like pay attention to it. But like once I'm like out yeah. somewhere, no, game over. When I was a kid, I got too comfortable around my parents once, and my mom
1: didn't hear me. But I said "he double hockey stick." Hell, <laughs> well, I didn't say "he double hockey stick," which I want to kind of bring back. That's super old school. That is. Old. You haven't heard
2: that in a long time. Actually. I know.
1: What in the "he double hockey stick" is going on? <laughs> What in the H-E double hockey stick is that? I'm like, that's fucking awesome. The first time I heard that was this old guy we lived by when I was like seven. And uh, my older brother at the time was like, oh, you know what that means? <laughs> I'm like, what? That means hell. That's a bad place. It's a bad place. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah. I love this place. It's uh, cool. Yeah. I get a lot of compliments like about the setup, even though it's the most jimmy rigged setup I, I in my eyes because it, it kind of slowly turned into this and it's not i want to get graham panton to help me build a podcast table and i want it like bar height with like bar stools yeah have, have i like do a, that that would be like a solid wooden oak table that would be
2: nice that Pantin would be court. really cool yeah i was about to get some more computer chairs and i was like wait if i could do the- like game of thrones status everyone at the round table or yeah i was thinking
1: about something. Just something in like having like a thing to put the cords, you know, just something real solid and big and, you know, get everybody one of these boom things, you yeah, know, that yeah. I got. And uh, it all comes in time, though. I yeah, mean, in time, this is it looks who knows, good. like, what is this? This is like three months. Okay. I started this October, November, December, January. I think it's past the point where I could abort this in most states. (laughs) So I have to let it go. Yeah. By law. Yeah, yeah. By law, I have to let the podcast go. Yeah. And in nine months, it'll be a baby.
2: It'll be a baby. By law.
1: By law. (laughs) By law.
2: As long as you sign the papers, you're good. Right. As long as they slap the
1: ass. After nine months, you got to slap the ass of the podcast to get it to start crying. We got a screaming podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. But yeah, man, I wanted to get you on because uh, you kind of have a a life of adversity. Uh, I talked to true. I talked to um, a couple people so far about their certain adversities, and uh, you are in particular. I know Duffy had a come all over the place, man. Duffy had a whole transplant, lung transplant. We talked about. Uh, the Shovel Face episode, episode number five, and really it blew my mind. I missed that, that one. I didn't even out. know that was possible. Really? I knew I knew about it, and it, and some medication they put him on, um, put him over the edge of uh, to you know so now he's like permanently like disabled in, mm-hmm. in his uh, legs, so he needs the uh, assistance from crutches and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened with the medication, but it's just like a strong. It's like man, life changing stuff. But you, oh yeah. Uh, in 2012, you got sick with kidney disease. 20 oh yeah, 2012. Yeah yeah yeah. You I was uh, about transplant. Yeah. So um. The you said you had to do dialysis for three to
2: four years. What is that? Um. So basically, your kidneys just like stop working. That's that's what filters your blood. Like if you yeah. think of a car, it's the best way. I tell people like you got to change your oil every once in a while. So like you put things in your body, alcohol, shitty food. Just crap it all gets into your blood and your kidneys filter that out. Um, and when your kidneys stop, all those toxins stay in your body and it basically will kill you in a fucking heartbeat. So, how does this play into you, like with this bourbon here? Is it, is it just moderation is key for you? Moderation is key. Um, my family, when they watch this, yes. Um, I've gotten more mature as the years have gone on. I've definitely had issues and stuff with that but everything i do like i go through the cleveland clinic i have a set i have like a whole team man and um i'd tell them straight up like what i do if i smoke weed um which is becoming more of a, a good thing but alcoholism not good as long as you do it the adult way right. I have a couple of drinks and things like that yeah i guess like i could back in the days when we used to hang out no i can't no no <laughs> there's a there, yeah it's uh it, i thought it seems
1: like I get progressively worse as far as like the mistakes I make. Uh, when I was in high school and early twenties, and throughout my twenties, I was actually relatively responsible. There was always people around me that were getting like in trouble and getting into fights. Yeah, I was always in the background, kind of mm-hmm. just like, uh, like, "Oh man, people get fucked up, way too fucked up, man. What's going on? These people are crazy." <laughs> now I'm getting to the point where I have to watch i can't i don't want to drink out at bars really anymore Dude, i do you
2: spend so much money like your mind starts thinking about that
1: stuff and you're like well i'm turning into like say somebody might rub me the wrong way and then i i'm not like a fighter it's just that they'll say somebody starts busting my balls that i don't know i'll I'll turn into like joe pesci from goodfellas or something oh yeah. you know and uh but the older you get things just
2: like switch you don't even know it's happened to me yeah, too. Cause
1: in the, i'm in a life like i'm kind of set in my ways i'm real comfortable with who i am well it's Slowly getting more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, who I am. Pretty soon, I'll be in my sixties or seventies, asking a stranger to push my hemorrhoid back in, like That's no really. shame at all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> can you get that, man? But uh, yeah. But uh, just to kind of be, put this out there. You could look it up. Uh, I uh, in August, I drank too much, and we went out for like a walk over on Stanley Road. I won't mention any names. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was at a per, uh, friend's house And we went for a little walk And I was like, I kind of want to go home I kind of want to go back to your place I'm a little tired, you know I don't remember walking home, walking back I woke up in the morning With a, a woman cop And I was on somebody's back porch
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> It was his neighbor I've been there a few times It was his neighbor, so I had I went to jail, they took me to jail So it was his neighbor, so you were like right there I was right there, yeah. but I got the wrong backyard. Oh yeah, it's similar story. Yeah, and uh, I was all like, you know, so innocent. <laughs> but you know, any kind of madman could have came out and just shot me. Who knows? You know, oh, they, yeah, they would have had a good reason. I was, I walked into a. It was one of those pat- back patios that was enclosed with a door, like a screen door. Yeah, and it wasn't locked, so I didn't get like B and E, breaking and entering or anything, or. But I got criminal trespassing charge and a, one of those too. <laughs> and a uh, disorderly. They put they tagged a disorderly on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, everything's fine, you know. Everything is all settled.
2: Uh, I paid the penalty for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when you think about that stuff, like. You wake up and you're like, damn, did that really just happen? And like it's okay to like laugh about it, but when you like think about it in depth, you're like, Oh, I I was that could have went to the extreme, man. I like, never thought that would ever happen to me.
1: It was like that Robert Downey Jr. incident. It wasn't yeah, as bad as yeah. him. Yeah. He actually crawled into a room, like a child's room in somebody's house. Yeah. Uh but I uh it was kinda it was innocent. A lot of people say and laugh and but at the time it was very detrimental. I, I was the most humbling thing that yeah <laughs> i was uh, i felt stupid yeah. so fucking stupid dude i've felt stupid so many fucking times in my life and uh yeah yeah it's just uh very woke me up i'm like man i'm in my 30s dude i can't be doing this yeah this is ridiculous i'm
2: like it's been a long time since i've like seen a judge or anything like that so it's it feels good but my last time was like similar story man i scared an old couple I supposed to stay at my buddy's, and I woke up in the back of a Lorian cop car, and I was literally getting punched in my face, like, blasted. By a cop? Yeah, and I was handcuffed, and I was like, what the fuck? This dude's wailing on me. His partner's behind him, like, trying to pull him off. I didn't even know what the hell was going on. I'm starting, like, screaming all the way downtown, and when I get in the court, um, they read, I want them to read the whole thing, like, the report, and uh, supposedly, for my, I thought I was at my buddy's house, who lived a couple houses down. Mm-hmm. It was this old couple's house, I had blood all over my shirt and I had cuts on me. Well, I guess I was like, couldn't get in the house. I was trying to push windows up and I broke the glass. When the cops came, I was at the side door and they were like, hey, like, get over here. And I guess I turned around. I don't remember any of this. And they said, I was like, fuck you. And I turned around, started walking away. And they told me to stop again. They said, when I turned around this time. I charged him like fucking Goldberg and like speared the one guy. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, that's probably why I was getting blasted
1: in yeah. the face. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But you know, it's, I hear these stories and it's, it sucks so bad, man. Like that alcohol does that and it's, it, it's so legal. And it's legal, but weed, no big problem. I know. The thing is, don't get me wrong. I don't wish prohibition should exist or anything. I don't wish it should not be. Le- yeah, well, you know what I'm saying. It, All I'm saying is how it damages lives, it kills how people. That man. is such like commercials, like Budweiser commercials. Like I had a DUI, and uh, after that, um, the the two instances I had with alcohol mm-hmm. the, involving the law, it was. Um, you hear the train. Choo-choo. This is the a price million. of pay for being inside of a that, garage. That lets
2: me know I'm home. I yeah. miss that sound.
1: The the you after those instances, you think about how. Important it is to be responsible with alcohol, and then you go on uh, a Super Bowl commercial. We'll have a Budweiser doggy and the Clydesdale horses, all and cute and shit, and
0: it's make all people cute. cry. Yeah, oh, it's Budweiser. Put a grown man
2: on his knees, like, oh my god. Yeah, oh, I love this a, one's for you. Or like uh, uh, uh,
1: throwing a party for uh, somebody that got came home from the military and Budweiser, drink Budweiser, yeah. and it's all. <laughs> I hopped on that bud train for a minute. All I'm, saying, all I'm saying is uh, it's so glorified, but the price to pay for making a mistake is so there's people there's some people in certain countries that think I should get hung
2: for even oh yeah, for even I think that driving the system they look at it as, I mean they're making money off of it. But I mean, still, it's like it's bad. It's a booming business. It's uh, yeah. Don't give like yeah. stuff for the um like kidney foundation that I do. A lot of stuff we people don't want to donate in like events that we have. But once we bring like alcohol into it, like Tito's will show up and stuff like that. These people will sell tickets like that. Wow! Like, big like raffle baskets things, and it's just like that's what speaks to people, man. Yeah. I mean, it speaks to me. I I mean, I, I'm a I'm it a runs drinker. in the family.
1: I'm yeah. a drinker. I. uh I probably came from a long line of, but it's good moonshine. that you shot. though. I mean, if <laughs>
2: yeah. you are someone like me and you have kids, it's uh you do some fucked up shit like that. It it really makes you feel pretty damn small. What was the dialysis like again? The treatment? Um, so like when I first got sick, um, I got a tube put in up here, right into my main artery. It goes like right into your heart. Um, I forget the name of that. It's like right into your main bloodline. So what they do that process, they pull your blood out through a tube and it goes through this machine, kind of like a coffee filter. Yeah. And then puts it back in your body. And that shit is like you sit there three to five hours, depending on like how clean you need to be. You do that like three times a week, and it like it fucking drains you. I did that shit, and I was working two jobs at the same time. But then somebody younger as me, I switched over to a thing that I could do at home, um, where I put this catheter in my belly. And you have like this uh, stomach cavity, and I have this machine I have, um, there's a video I have, I'll post it like sometime down the road, but uh, the fluid will go in, it'll sit in this cavity all day long, I'll do it all night long, and then I'll go to work, and this fluid will just be chilling there, and what it does is it pulls like the toxins out, and things like that, and when I hook up this machine, it'll dump all this fluid into this tube, in this big tub, I would have to dump it out every morning set it up and my room was like a freaking hospital room. It was it was like a prison cell, you know? Right. Like my daughter would have to come in there and hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Um, friends would visit me in there and you'd have to wear like a mask and stuff. I would just sit there and watch TV, chill. Wow. Yeah. Was that like rattling you? I had a I got, I worked with a guy that uh
1: fell into a fire and he got like third degree burns across like his whole entire arm was like in like part of his like you know, right here, dude, I couldn't even his ribs imagine was like, like, gone, like, horribly gone. And he had to get like skin graphing done. And like, you worked with this guy? I work with he still works with me. God it's just damn. that um, you could tell the difference in somebody's personality after these, just a strong, like, like it's a like, life, it's a, a I call a come to Jesus moment. Basically yeah.
2: like, boom, wake you the fuck up.
1: And uh, my last guest had that when he did a whole bunch of LSD. Who, uh, Pat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know the Simmons very well. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd rather do LSD than get half my body burned to get that switch. But uh, anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, so that probably for you, and then you had the, the transplant. And yeah. I bet you that was just, uh, yeah. in itself, whether or not
2: that was going to even happen, no, uh because of my blood type, it was uh we were looking at five to seven years, maybe longer, to get one from like a deceased donor that would just match um and uh my cousin Abby Conway, um surprised the entire family went and got tested, and she was a perfect match, like perfect, wow, yeah, well, God bless her, yeah, for uh a lot of
1: times it's hard to i don't know I mean. It takes, uh, it's like I have, I don't need both of my kidneys, I suppose. I could just give somebody one, but it's still, it's like, man, I'm giving somebody, it's better to have two than one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on what kind of lifestyle you're living. Yeah. <laughs> so if, uh, like me, I need both of them. I need both of mine. Yeah. I, I can't, dude, it's the battle
2: between the Bible and the bottle. It's, that's the battle of life, I feel. Um, I don't know. You know? Yeah. The good and the evil.
1: You gotta- It's hard, man. Uh, I, I really don't think it's going to take... Uh, the only thing, I could probably like curb my drinking to the point of just on weekends and inside my own house. Yeah. Uh, and that could save me as far as uh, affecting other people around me. I'm yeah. still going to screw myself, but I'd rather screw myself than other people. And that's the shitty thing about alcohol—you can get other people involved. I saw this. I, feel it. I saw this view, this video of this teenage girl or just this just young woman that was driving and hit a hit a car while under the influence, and she killed him. And then her reaction to finding out the news in the back of the cop car—she's still drunk, and uh, she was like, "What? You know? Yeah, they're dead. They're you know." The cop told her the news, and she—it turned into anger. She got angry, like. Don't lie to me, why are you telling me things like that? It she was like know what's going on? Yes yeah, like angry. don't tell me things like that, but you could see when it hit her like, oh, what happened? like a, oh my well, that's goodness. that's what happens
2: though any like encounter you have with like a police officer or something in that moment or a human, like in our minds, we're just like, why are you attacking me like yeah but, like the very next day that's when you're like feel yay big oh you're, like, yeah like, you're the you're wow you're, very that's humbling crazy.
1: experience, and uh I couldn't imagine that. Um, that is because the, it, what's interesting about it is that I understand it. It is their responsibility. Everybody that drinks and does something wrong, you did it. You have to pay the consequence. Yeah. It's all I'm saying, part of being an adult. all I'm saying is that what you drank is broadcasted on these commercials and glorified mm-hmm. as this happy thing.
2: What are you going to fucking expect? Yeah. And uh, They make you think that you work that 9 to 5, man, get out and the fucking happy hour specials ever. I mean, you're talking, I've been bartending over fucking 10 years and it's like happy hour is a fucking a big time thing throughout the work week. Now then they got thirsty Thursdays and they do anything to promote this shit and it's just, I feel like it's just to get people to, your average Joe to get through the work week, you know? And they, they, Yeah. People like uh, construction workers,
1: man, it's like 5 a.m. is when they're like, time to
2: Dude, my time bar- to get
1: that beer. Yeah,
2: Time one on. Bartending over my years, like you see the people, those regulars like every single day. I don't know how they do it because like I get some of the worst hangovers the older I get. And I'm just like, how? And they would wake up at like five in the morning to go back to work and do some hard ass fucking yeah, shit. And I'm like, I don't know. How are you not fucking dying? Yeah, I can't do it.
1: I uh if I go to bed too late, it's hard to get up. So. Fuck Yeah. I can't imagine. We're fucking old, man. Yeah. 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 You, yeah, it's the Oregon Trail uh, generation. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, the, let's
2: talk about the National Kidney Foundation. Uh, Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, when I was on dialysis, uh, I had this amazing dialysis team because, you know, that was a big uh, life changing moment. It was like my life change in the blink of an eye. And I, I was, I was fucking terrified. Um, I didn't know what the fuck I was walking into. I didn't know what the hell I was gonna do. Um, and I went in there, and these people were just so nice. Um, they they welcome you in, and they just coach you through it, and they're they just let you. They're really good at letting you know that they're by your side, you know, and that's what makes you feel good. And when I was in there, like I was one of the youngest guys in there, and um, they, I don't know this one lady every June they do a kidney walk and i saw these posters i'm like hey what's this all about um like i wanted to start like turning things around you know started giving back uh, because i was getting assistance and help through the kidney foundation and things like that and um so i went to my first kidney walk it was just me my mother abby and my daughter it was fucking raining and it's just like a walk and you go do it and uh the nurses told me about it so i started and everyone in town here Helped me raise so much money. I became like one of the top fundraisers, like in competition with like these like corporate companies and things like that. The money that I would raise, but they use that money and like I volunteer and we go to places um, like the art museum. They have like these health expos, and you go there and there's like different stations and they'll they'll basically test you because kidney disease. The way it works is you don't know you have it until you have it. There's no like signs really. The only way you can tell is um, blood work and like urine samples if you have too much protein, but you really can't tell. Um, You can prevent it from happening if it does, and that's like our biggest thing. Um, Mine just smacked me in the face and was like, "Oh, it's too late." So, but yeah, I work with these guys. Um, I've actually taken a couple years off. Uh, Life is busy with work and things like that, and I just—I don't know. It wasn't right with them. I saw. I didn't feel like I was in that time but this year 2020 i'm getting back into it so awesome um, it always made me feel really good and to know like when you go to events like that and like people like hear your story especially from like somebody young as me well back then like uh when you see the the effect you have of like touching somebody like i never would have thought i had some type of effect like that on somebody and it just makes you feel really good and you want to keep doing it so yeah yeah yeah. that's another thing we talked to my, with Pat about that, it's that uh, good deeds. Like, the, is there a, an
1: unselfish good deed? Because a good deed always yeah. makes you feel good. You yeah. Know? And I'm like, hey like man, those- that, that's the best thing. Hey man, if that's selfish, you could be selfish with that. What? Why not? Yeah. If that's uh, if you get greedy with your good deeds and how you feel when
2: you do them, that's the best thing to be selfish. With, but I you think know, whatever. My opinion on it is if like you're gonna be selfish about it, keep it to yourself. Yeah. And like. I don't know. I've I've even done it before, but like people are like, oh, I just helped this person out, or yeah, uh, boasting about it online or something. So I mean, that's sometimes how you got to be nowadays because nobody will even do that unless they see other people doing it, and they're like, wow, there really are people like that out there. We should start doing something like that. So it's kind of like hit or miss, but right. yeah, yeah. It's always good. Uh, I guess putting it out there that
1: uh, you're gonna, you're doing, you're taking steps to make an impact on somebody's life and uh yeah you know that's what i uh have been thinking about lately a, a lot with uh politics and uh my values uh in the long run and the whole basis of what my beliefs l- lay on mm-hmm. is i'm not supposed to charge over trenches with a gun and D- for my values and to kill in, in an act of some kind of defense against my values, I, I I should be. All I can do first off is just vote, but second, my beliefs in being a Baptist and raised Baptist
2: is to change the world one soul at a time. But that that's how you have to be because yeah. like if we just go out and vote, you're not going to make any impact. Right, It's this going to be a flat line of the same old bullshit? Yeah, my all the time? duty, as as far as my values go, my duty really is to
1: change the individual, try to change individual one soul at a time, or uh, influence them one soul at a time. And if that makes me go to prison for my values, if I go to jail for my values, or uh, I'm supposed to, oh yeah, I'm supposed to submit and and change it one I'll soul at a time. There. I'll stand with you if that means the prison guard looking at me. I could change him too. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's yeah. like I I don't know. I I really don't know where that line is of when I I'm supposed to it or just, not. You it's know, something
2: that comes, man. I don't
1: know. You'll you'll just feel it. Yeah, because I don't have much. I have my values, and I, I think Facebook is one of those like uh, uh, purging uh, platforms for everybody to when they're on their like Sundays, oh, i love some of the comments you post dude sundays say. are like a day where or a saturday sometimes i'm a hungover day where i'm online i'll, be, I'll see something and i'm like <laughs> <"Bleh>, nope <laughs> nope not gonna happen yeah. you suck
2: i've witnessed some of those rob webby's comments but,
1: but you mean, know but to be the
2: the thing is if they knew who i was Exactly, they would know where it came from. That's one thing I hate about fucking social media is everyone thinks they know you on this level, and it's like, but you don't fucking know me, like the real me inside. Like, you can post certain stuff, and like people scroll through. I notice, like, I'll post some stuff about Kenny Foundation or stuff that means something good, yeah, it won't get that much attention. Like, you're looking at it, but like, I'll post a fucking dumbass meme or some shit everyone's just fucking cracking up but right. everyone needs a good laugh you know right but. yeah
1: my main thing that i keep and i put my foot on the ground all the time when i hear it and the last thing that I, you probably because it was on one of your threads was uh, oh yeah, yeah was yeah, somebody yeah. talking about how you should promote transgenderism to children and i'm like and everybody can quote me promote on this Promote that i'm yes. like everybody can quote me on this and i'm gonna tell you right now it's fucking child abuse. You should never promote that their genitals don't matter to a child. Uh, they don't even know. That like your sexuality know. is not even found. I don't like, know. Th- it's even a it's even a debate whether or not homosexuality is you're born with it or not. Well, like my family
2: I had family members chiming in like if you have kids it, it, you're you're basically telling them like, oh, you can just go rage yourself because you fucking know yeah how to fucking choose. Well, it's so, good luck at life, buddy. And at, I'm
1: not lumping
2: homosexuality with that.
1: I oh, no. I, I love I love all I people. Love I love everybody. everybody. I love if you want to chop your dick off, go ahead. But at an
2: age where you're able to make the decision for yourself, not a child. No, some folks just get that kung ho like they just get built into that lifestyle, and that's the only way they fucking think like.
1: All I'm saying is gender-neutral bathrooms for children is fucking retarded. Quote me on that, everybody. Sorry, JB. No, no. I have to just put it out there. That's just how I feel. No. I, it's, it's not going to change. I am very biased. That post yes. got very serious. I, just, I am very biased, and I will admit it. I think it's fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want to put any, any of my tax money to go towards anything like that in my area. So, boom.
2: Sorry, I'm gonna vote no. They don't have. You're not giving them a choice. You're throwing an idea in their face and telling them to choose. Yeah, well, no. The, well, Let them the, find out on their own between their own soul and their the, own mind. What the, What's interesting about that is they're not
1: an, they're not old enough to consent to how they use their sexuality. So why would they be able old, old enough to, to consent on what their sexuality is exactly. or what they what they have between their legs if they're not and with that logic of promoting that to children, then you could say, a pedophile can say, oh, it was her, it was consensual. <laughs> was it? She's not old enough to consent to that. Oh,
2: so it's consensual? Me to beat your motherfucking ass? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> All I'm saying, you know, whatever. Uh, I digress. I digress. Uh, that's my two cents on that. Ooh, was that? But we're we gonna cause drama with this. I don't care.
2: <laughs> me there. I Man, this is uh, this is so like, uh, what do you call it? Obscure and yeah. Everyone's I, entitled to their opinion. There's the, like I even said the, uh, there's always it's gonna be 50-50 no matter what. There's never going to be a fucking a medium here. I'm pretty sure when it comes to the world, world views,
1: most people agree with me and you about this issue. Most, yeah. Most do. Any culture you visit, I don't care if you're a aborigine, they're not promoting cutting their child's or get, pumping their child with hormones. No. And I love how they hate hormones and milk. <laughs> but it's okay to pump your kid with it. Anyway. I don't drink fucking um, I'm more. generalizing now. I won't do that anymore. But anyway, uh, anyway, back to the fun stuff. box. The Podcast. fun box. That's not a very fun topic, is it? No. But yeah, the present day, present day, um, you work at Defense Soap. Defense Soap, baby. Coming to Vermilion. Do you also live in a freaking dilapidated building where you turn one light on and another light turns off? And do you have an underground flight club? Uh... Defense Soap, what is that? Um, That's a new place they're building
2: next to uh, German's Villa. Is the soap defending dirt? It it (laughs) is. It's defending ringworm. Oh, really? Yes. Um, So they're based out of Lakewood. That's where I work at currently. I think uh, we're going to be moving in March is when all the construction is done. But, um, dude, this is probably, I got blessed finding this job. Um, These guys find me, found my resume. Um, I got in there family owned um the Seikos and the people that work there uh he's a retired cleveland cop and he's um the coach for saint ed's wrestling and so as a son he's in the wrestling hall of fame and he started out by uh he knew how dirty was like i wrestled when i was like uh tiny and like ringworm was like really bad there was no like good way to clean the mats and keep yourself clean so he started like making his own soap and he would pass it out to the parents and things like that and next thing you know it just became like supply and demand they kept asking for more and more and more so he started like making his own he would tell us stories he'd be like in traffic like boxing up his own soap and things like that and while he was still on the police force doing all this and um after he retired he did this full time and now like do we supply soap to like oh the buckeyes uh michigan um different types of high schools all over the place um if you go in vermilion high school i know that's up in there um, wow. they actually live here in vermilion that's why they decided to build here um they love this town they like to boat um they're just really good down-to-earth people man like i've run into some bumps and stuff with some kidney things um in my beginnings there and uh they're like hey you're part of the team they treat you like family pretty much i've It's always good to have employers like never that. had a uh, a company like that, yeah, yeah. Where you feel if you're not there,
1: it's a, it yeah, it, it's actually you. When I'm not at my job, I feel like I'm affecting it, and it, and that's good. I yeah, want yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to feel like I'm worth. I don't want to be a ghost yeah. where I'm just like putting machine like little parts into a bin. Exactly. Where, where my job, a fucking robot, where, that where I'm not, yeah, punches a clock. I yeah. want it to be where I'm not there. It's not as good. Yeah. And they want me there. I was
2: actually gonna bring you like a bunch of samples and stuff like that, but I, I forgot. But now I have your address. So I'm gonna ship you a surprise box one day. Oh man, nice. But yeah, they make all kinds of stuff, man. Um, Dude, first guest to ever get me a gift.
1: That's right. Going in the books. I got a. Oh. You got. I could give you another sticker. I got a, Give me stickers because
2: I, I live out in Cleveland. And I post that shit everywhere. I, I got a bunch of ramen signs. noodles.
1: I got a bunch of ramen noodles. You want to take a bunch of ramen noodles home? <laughs> yeah, my my wallet uh, needs some ramen right now. <laughs> it's a very uh, after buying your fucking gift. No, yeah, I'm I know. Just <laughs> economic economically uh, sound meal. Yes. It's very uh, packed with MSG. Budweiser should throw some ramen into their commercials. Yeah, your cholesterol will just through the roof <laughs> after a nice ramen, especially after I if Have you ever
2: it. had ramen? My mom did this growing up at school. She would take the crunchies, put them in the skillet, and she would like melt some butter in there and like lightly, not all the seasonings, just a little bit of the seasonings, mm-hmm. get them all like toasty, almost like a crouton, and then we'd put them as salad toppings. That shit was banging. Whoa. Swear to God, it'll change your life, dog. Change your life.
1: Never, never heard of that. I saw this one chef doing that. He took the ramen noodle package and the noodles, and he, like, created his own noodle out of them. He, like, mashed them up and, like, made, like, this. Yeah. And he made, and he recreated the noodle out of them and like made a gourmet noodle. Have you seen <laughs> these, these fucking
2: videos of these guys like replacing broken pieces of like wood and shit oh, with ramen? ramen? Like what the like? Yeah, I got a all hole. All you think about is I'm putting that in my fucking body. Yeah. My thing, I was like, that can't be good for the kidneys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My whole, I have a hole in my back
1: patio. Oh, you just fill it up with ramen, sand it down, and then <laughs> repaint the the little knot holes in the little like. Uh, yeah, the wood grain in it—it's like what? Dude, these people on YouTube, man, blow my freaking mind. I—it's so—it's it, it, supposed to be inspiring, and a lot of people get inspired when they see somebody do something so fantastic and magnificent. Me, I get discouraged. I'm like, fuck me i don't I throw away my guitar why can't i get we'll fucking throw, a million
2: views from yeah. a fucking ramen pack
1: you know, yeah it's like uh, uh, i don't always go online on youtube to see how to play a song but when i do an eight-year-old asian girl
2: is way better than i am <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like fuck
2: this hey, that's how i learned man yeah. but uh i'll oh, go 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 away I mean, I was like, man, we're about to do this podcast. I could sit here and talk to Rob for like hours. This is like, we're not going to have enough time for shit. Yeah. But. Well, it's uh, well, we've been doing this now for forty two, forty three minutes or so. I got a couple ideas for like guests I think would be good that I haven't seen because I know you're like looking and stuff. But
1: also, if anybody has any ideas and if you want to come on and you have something you just want to talk about, let me know. I'm I I need guests. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, spread the word. And you know, you never know. You it's might a become a regular guest. You know, it could happen. Like, uh, I'm having Tony and grandma on again. I'm going to be like Joey Diaz over
2: here.
0: Hey, you cocksuckers. Yeah. Smoking to it up. The, <laughs> listen to me, Joe Rogan. You don't know. <laughs> you know, it's just a business. You can't, you, this is the way it goes. Let's, <laughs> Joe Rogan. You don't understand. It's just a business. Marijuana is illegal. It's just the way to, sometimes, Joe. Duh. sometimes Joe you lose me when you get into politics you just lose me Joe I'm fucking stoked dude yeah. that was like Sylvester Stallone what the fuck was that hey man hey, yeah, <laughs> you know I'm a boxer you know I don't read so good you know my brain is just a little bit more relaxed than everybody else yeah. you know what what are you gonna do hey ba ba boom I'm a fighter
2: dude Last Blood have you watched it I haven't Last Blood
1: It's The Last Blood for Rambo,
2: John Rambo. Fuck, no, I have not seen that yet. When it came out, I was just like okay geriatric geriatric rambo i feel like sylvester's doing better in his older ages than mr arnold which was like my man back in the day yeah they were both kind of battling for roles yeah they both had one guy didn't do they were both
1: the prime time you know yeah i hear him talk about that it's like you got to take this commando role or whatever because you know fucking sly stallone's gonna take it and it's like all right
2: i'll do it that's how i learned my first cuss word south Carolina which one was which one that I was born and partially raised and um what was that oh no that was predator he said commando predator yeah what it was the cuss word fuck oh fuck that's yes. when you learned what fuck was i think uh, my with, first
1: my mother could testify you know how for when, whatever that word was you know how when people say you you fuck you you fuck you you fucking fuck, you know? Like oh yeah, calling bartending. calling somebody you fuck. Yeah. I didn't understand it, to me, even now, it's kinda like that's a weird insult. Call. You fuck? You, you, you fuck. Oh, that was pretty loud. But I Sorry. heard that I heard that on speed when Keanu Reeves shoots Jeff Daniels when he's like, shoot the hostage. <laughs> and then he shoots the hostage and uh and then he's on the ground and he looks at him and he goes, You fuck <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I was like, What? You could say it like that? What is this? I, Sorcery. I, I knew about that word, but I didn't know you could use it like that. Yeah. He's a full-grown adult, and he has like a fucking Kevlar vest on. There's he those, knows what he's talking about.
2: There's so many like phrases. Even I'll say it, and I'll be like, what the fuck did I just say? I don't even know. You fuck. You fucks. Shoot the hostage.
1: Pop quiz, hotshot. What's wrong? There's a bomb on the bus bus goes 50 miles an hour the bomb is armed it drops below 50 it blows up what do you do
2: we're fucking cruising baby (laughs) we are cruising you're also yeah you're a bartender yeah i still do how was that A couple days a week it's hard to get away from man money is amazing yeah bet. i need to get into that yeah because i've been doing you're working at fucking rudy's weekends have been like
1: i've always tried to fill them up with music and i think i'm kind of take a back seat on
2: playing live anymore because it's just if you it's so much work if, if it's me. becoming more of like work and yeah. not like a passion type thing then yeah i feel that i think uh the written right now this is more of my hobby and like i've run into so many bartending jobs where it becomes like work and then like with my resume i always end up falling into like a managing gig or something and i fucking hate it man it sucks the life out of you yeah, I, I, I want the least responsible with the most money. Yeah. If you have want, cool people to work with, <laughs> cool bosses and stuff, fuck yeah. Let's yeah, go, go I want
1: the, the least responsibility with the most money. Yeah. That's what I want. The only time I'll ever manage is if I get my own bar. The lottery is what I'm, bank, I'm banking what my this? future on winning the lottery. So, four years on the Fun
2: Box podcast, it's the worst future planning ever. Hey, it happens, what bro. What's going on? You got to go shop at those uh little lottery like gas pubs like the the delis that no one knows of that's usually where the big hits are yeah where old people go seems like old people i'm pretty good at keno that's a bartender tray i picked up from a couple regulars i can hit pretty good on that like if i'm desperate for some money i'll be like bartending one night and i'll just take like 20 and be like hey you want to throw in and we'll pick a couple numbers. So like the more you spend, the more you make, but it's like a 1 in a million shot as long as you know the right numbers and watch the board. Yeah. Pick him up. Yeah, I need
1: I need money. the story of everybody's life? Same. I can't wait till child support's done. I'll be I'll be good. <laughs> That's another thing I want to talk to you about. Like where's that line? Like you know how like a, a hospital can't deny you, right? What do you it's, mean? it's against the law for a hospital to Play- deny you
2: emergency services, right? If your life is in jeopardy, um, they can't deny you. So, if your life is in jeopardy, so what about
1: you when it comes to say certain
2: medications? Say you have like a kidney issue or medication. oh i've dude i'd say the whole insurance health system is fucking corrupt as fuck well it's like how does that maker. work when it comes to you know how they can't deny you okay right? so say like with a company like defense i have medical insurance now um of course i pay for that but like when i go to bartending like i'm nobody offers health insurance which i think something should change about that i think everyone should have fucking health care yeah i don't care what anybody says um but like you try and get assistance through the government and whatnot um, But me I'm always working like a couple jobs Whatever But like I take two anti-rejection meds That are fucking ridiculous amount of money but They have like programs and stuff for that Where you can get the stuff for free But it, it'll take time Like you'll be sitting on the phone Literally like two fucking hours man And you'll, I'll have to call back from Cleveland Clinic Call back to this uh, medication place Cleveland Clinic Back back Oh we need this need yeah. that We gotta fax this over Oh we lost the fax Somebody didn't send it it's fucking stupid, and I—I I think the longest I went um, was probably like three months without one of my medications. And like when you tell, like when I tell my transplant team this, they freak the fuck out. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, what are we gonna do?" But they're—they're they're just not gonna give you free pills. They'll try and find a way out. Like everything always like works out. But I mean, what if something did happen like to me? And I'm sure it's happened to people before. Like, it's always at that last last little bit where it's like, oh, he's about to die. I gotta fix him. Oh, yeah. I've literally been on the phone with this lady who was like with this prescription company, right. and um, my Medicare ran out. So, or yeah, it was like right after transplant, once you start dialysis, you get put on uh, like emergency Medicare. Yeah. Um, no matter if you're working, whatnot, it's there for you because you're in an emergency situation. And I think it lasts for. The entire time you're on dialysis, once you get a transplant, I think you have like two years after transplant that those funds are still there. And then once your Medicare runs out, boom, you're like on your own, got to figure shit out. Well, that happened to me. And I was on the phone with like Medicare people, and like, like, hey, I'm fucking bartending, like, I don't have like health insurance, like you work through the system, and for some reason the Medicaid office and places like that, it's a fucking joke. You try and do shit like. What if phone, you were? Online. What if you were in prison? If you're in prison, um do you know anything so about at, that? Uh, yeah, I've actually been locked up a couple times. Uh, do you get your? Do sorry, you get man. what you need there? Um, Not they, that I listen. Um, like obviously, there's. A- I was in prison. In prison, yes. In I, I prison, wonder- like in the county or like whatever you're in somewhere like that. Like uh, my family's had to bring my medicine in, and they have a nurse who will disperse it for you. Yeah. So like somebody's still got to fucking pay for it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, like on a personal level, what that happens like when you run out. Well, I just I get
1: kind of like agitated when I hear that inmates get better care or. Better it's care got- of, an all general than citizens that are yeah. We voters. paid for it,
2: so yeah. I would assume yes, because I feel like that would be a huge topic that so many people would know about. Like if I fucking knew that people in jail, I would fucking go beat the fuck out of a cop and be like, "Put me in jail!" Yeah. I was about to die from fucking
1: Shit. medicine. I'm clipping here, <laughs> so I gotta watch out. I gotta when I laugh, I
2: gotta go like that. <laughs> 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 Woo! See, I did it. it. Fucking popped again. Yeah. It I, I got I got it once too. But yeah, man, for real. Like I feel like um that's not a thing because I feel like if it was we would all know about it. Yeah. But man. I don't honestly I, I don't know how they get that medicine. Because if that was legit and I was like fucking homeless in a fucking hole and like feeling like death, I would go well, well like on shameless. Um it's gotta be. It's gotta be. Because uh you've seen that do you watch shameless at all? I do
1: and I think I really don't like that show cuz every Maggie loves it whenever I watch it I'm just like yep they're all going to die of AIDS <laughs> that's the end that's how it's going to end everybody gets AIDS
2: and dies it's a dirty show it's fucked up but it's I mean it's good and you and you think about that though I guarantee you there are fucking people like that in this oh, fucking yeah, for world sure. oh,
1: yeah for sure actually I found some videos of my computer don't know where they came from from 07 and i got my computer in 2012 ago. and it was a refurbished so i mean what? maybe there was some videos that got just didn't get deleted or whatever and it really was, it looked like vol straight up vol tattooed faces like oversized polos like middle Remember of, when there was like the no, baby blues and they didn't uh, look like they had a job Forget the dark you know blues. Arbit, arbitrary filming things with their phone for no fucking reason like sitting it wasn't sh- even fucking phones back then <laughs> 07, oh seven i don't know or like a camera 07, oh seven like phones. filming like out of their uh, sitting shoddy out of the window for no fucking reason and then <laughs> and deleting it and then just hanging out on a porch during the middle of the week damn with like brand new Jordans, but they don't have jobs <laughs> I got J's on my feet man. but uh, uh no i'm just kidding but uh I was like what what the shit and I, I looked at i 'm like those are the definitely the type of shameless shameless type folks e- exactly but uh i uh i well i was the re- reason why I was asking you about that because I know you you deal with a lot of that and uh And it's a part of your life. It's getting that getting that. And it's um, to me, I I, uh, and I I listen to all these
2: things. You know, the healthcare thing is such a big debate because it fucking controls the way money works. I guarantee it. Because my what I tell people is if like all these dialysis clinics that I've been to, um, all these cancer centers and stuff, if there was a cure for shit and all of a sudden those went away. Where the fuck are those jobs going to go? Where's that money supply? What's where's that prescription? So many fucking people would be out of jobs, like, if and they would never let that happen. I,
1: what it, what it is is America's so big. Is what I'm learning from it because my values and I really don't care if I just don't want my taxes raised for it. That's all I care about. Yeah, if there's a way. Like, if
2: let me pay for my own motherfucking shit though. But you, there's got to also be like a. A supply and demand with your fucking employer. Like, if you're not getting paid enough, everyone should offer fucking, like, I don't fuck the Obamacare thing. Like, I think that's ridiculous. They need to figure out a way to make healthcare for everybody. Uh, other fucking countries do it, and it seems to work pretty damn
1: good. Well, the reason why it works so good with them is from what I'm understanding and what I've tried to study and learn is their population is so fucking small compared to us, and we really do invite the UN war- the world to come here. Yeah. We're a hub for pretty much, I guess, per, uh, success for, for people to come here to make money. Well, fucking Trump 2020, make all them other motherfuckers pay for our shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Make, uh, there's got to be some way for China to be able to help us if out. If we're the with fucking some, homeless yeah, shelter, yeah. fucking start donating, exactly, motherfucker. Exactly, bitch. I think other countries... Should
2: help out with our goddamn healthcare. (laughs) Have you seen that one video that's like traveling around where they ask uh, people, like, how much do you think it costs to have a baby in America? And um, or how much do you think like it costs for this? And they're like, I think it's in like Europe or some shit over there. Have you seen this or like heard of it? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much it costs to have a baby. This fucking chick was like, I think it was a girl. She's like, oh, maybe like she's like 200, 300, something like that. I'm just going off the top of my head. And they gave her the results. It was like thousands of dollars. And she was just like, these people were like, what? And the reaction for what it costs in the U.S. compared to like other countries with free health care. But I also hear like a downside free health care like in Canada um, that Free healthcare is good, but in time for you to like get into a doctor, it could be like a month wait or some yeah. shit. So, I mean, there's pros and cons to every yeah, fucking thing. Exactly. Deal with. There's
1: no nothing's perfect. I heard of people coming from Canada. I've heard of people at the old Prague. Patch Adams all uh, over the place. Uh, bartender at the old Prague was talking about some customers that Mike? were from Canada that were here because of for the Cleveland Clinic or for healthcare. They came, they came here to visit for healthcare.
2: Saudi Arabia is like they come from all over. When I was in there for transplant, they built their own wing for this Saudi Arabian princess. Um, like when I had my transplant, I was down on a floor where I had to share a fucking room with this kid that had a pancreas and not pancreas, liver and kidney transplant in the same. And he whined all night long. Like I could not sleep. It was the most miserable thing now my um now abby who donated kidney she's up in like fucking luxury filet mignon like off oh, her right. shrimp and stuff and i went up there to go visit and the nurses would tell you there's this wing like off and um it's not used anymore but you can go like tour it for this uh, saudi arabian princess and she was there for like years and they would buy the nurses food like every night pizza everything they yeah. built it just for her because she was waiting on a heart transplant And one thing I shit you not, no one ever fucking believes me. I was in Cleveland Clinic main campus giving blood one time, and I saw these Saudi Arabian dudes walk by. They had the like red and white checkered with the black thing, and their whole like white gown. And they were fucking walking in there with like AKs. Walk right by, and then shut the curtain, and they were just in their back room. Shit you not. Wow. Like you tell me how that shit is legal, and people never believe me. But I'm like, I know I just I i mean i'm sober when i'm giving my blood so i don't know i don't know how i can make that up right yeah i mean it's crazy a lot of people go to the cleveland clinic man yeah it's a complicated issue and
1: i think uh, with the dialogue about the people's values if you get money you got it left that's true and and that's true i mean that's for everybody in the
2: world if you have the money boom you're Who fine. Who's uh, Lamar you're, you're, Odom? You're, the fucking bunny ranch. She needed a kidney transplant. Dude, if
1: you this motherfucker was just like, if you have money, put it out and was like, if you have kidney, money, you could boom. You could. I don't know if Michael Jackson did anything that people complain, but I'm just saying settlements, baby. If you have the money, you could just pay the parents. No. All I'm saying is if you have the money, you're fucking gold. I would you're, let you're Michael fine. Jackson touch me if I knew I was set for the rest of my life. <laughs> like the Dave Chappelle joke <laughs> when he's talking about he, Macaulay Culkin said, nothing ever oh. happened. And if I was a molester, he's the first kid I'm fucking. Dead. <laughs> that was the the
2: most recent Dude, one he came out with. Yeah.
1: Dude, that shit
2: was fucking. I was like, damn, he went off the wall with Dude, this
1: one. It's legendary going down in history as one of the most hardcore stand-up bits or stand-up
2: sets fuck yeah! i've ever seen in my life yeah. that goes beyond to the me that goes so beyond. mad at him and like just fuck you can't stand him because of like he's oh speaking God. the fucking truth though oh yeah absolutely he's he's being blunt that's why most people don't like comedians it's, they fucking tell shit how it is but yeah. they make you fucking laugh with it Yep. Yeah. Yeah. they kind of bring
1: what they do is they say things you already know and that's what makes everybody go ha ha oh (laughs) and uh that's the trick and that's like the the art the art form of comedy and i'm trying i'm i've been trying to dive into that you know dude it's good and it's uh it's really hard to because what you got to do is you got to prove what to people what you're saying yeah convince them that it's that's why
2: i was at like kill tony i was like (laughs) i'm i'm throwing my name in this fucking hat like if i get up there like I was. What was your minute? Shitless, what was your minute? I didn't get up there. But what what have you said? You I was just going to wing it. So like I have this like in my iPhone and my notes. I have stuff like I smoke weed like every once in a while, but it like motivates me and I get like creative thinking. Like Joe Rogan, I listen to Joe Rogan all the time, and like he'll talk about it. I went and saw him when he was here. He was with Andrew Santino. That shit was funny as fuck. But like, yeah, that I do. I just Whiskey get off the wall things, like you know, just like you're back in the day, kicking with your fucking dudes at the round table, and you're like, you, I, you just think of something when you're home alone, like doing your thing. And you're like, I need to fucking jot this shit down. Like, I got a fucking mac and cheese bit. I got like, but what's one of your bits? Like, what's something you would have said? Um uh now you're putting me on the spot. Um Well imagine the show. Well <laughs> imagine the show. Like well, I had it like in my head, like going in there and things like that. My biggest thing I was gonna talk about was the SpongeBob. Well imagine if they were like all right, JB Bal- JB Baldwin, everybody. Um I don't it's gonna fucking sound stupid. So like y- you know when you're you're at home and you know like you're you're alone, um and you're just trying to pass the time, and you get off work. And you smoke weed. And um, I smoke weed. Everyone smokes weed here, right? Yeah. Well, not everybody, maybe. Yeah. But most people are going to know this. So I smoke my weed, and um, I get high, and and um, I, I get hungry. So you develop this hunger that you need to fulfill. And um, mac and cheese. It's like everyone's go-to. Easy, easy mac. In the box, whatever. You go to cook it. So move past all the bullshit. Like, you're in the sink. Like, I don't know if you ever fucking do this, but I do. I don't want to fucking clean another goddamn dish. I don't want to clean another dish. So you got the fucking strainer where you can dump the noodles in as if you're cooking spaghetti. I go for the fucking plate. But you grab this fucking plate, and it's slippery as fuck, and you know, like, you're fucking playing, like... You're playing God right there. I could lose all my fucking noodles. I might not. You're straining the... Yeah, you're holding this plate, and you're straining it, and you're being all careful, and you're fucking stoned. You're like, fuck... And next thing you know, you do the one slip and you lose like half your fucking noodles. And you're like, no, there's so (laughs) many germs in this fucking sink.
1: I mean, that's fun. It's funny. Uh. I guess, as a If I could situation, tell it better, trust me. It, it was like... Yeah. But I, uh, with the show, if you watch the show a lot, I don't know if you watch the show a lot. Not a lot, but I, I've I've caught some episodes they, and they, shit. They're looking for punchlines, like actual yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: setups, and then boom. But I always get what spooked me. Was, I mean, that would have been my first time going on stage. Oh, right. So, like, I don't fucking know. And I was just looking for something to fulfill that minute in, like, a quick way. And yeah. And that was probably, like more than a minute right and then the interview is actually the more more
0: ample but moment. like
2: while i was there i'm like probably everyone here is fucking high and stoned and fucking drunk so i mean here's the funny thing vibing not it you know how, how Joelberg
1: and jeremiah came out in their jumpsuits they're like their prison inmates it's a bit my new one on camera <laughs> sorry <laughs> dude they don't even want to see my nails it's, i know it's literally it's but, almost like concerning like, if a doctor saw my nails, he'd be like, you need to stop doing that. I can tell from here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Put some hot sauce But so. you know how the two, the, the guys in the band yeah, came out as Joel inmates? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, my first joke was perfect for that because my first joke was anytime I take a shit and I look down at my product and how long and girthy it is, I think, wow, I could definitely survive prison. <laughs> <laughs> and I was
2: and, and and I was gonna add on. So long as Joelberg, were, were you even drinking that night? No, because I didn't see you fucking have a drink or nothing. And I knew right there. I was like, man. I was like, I was hoping you would get calls. I was like, you look like you were fucking on your game. Like you just had shit like minded up. So I was. Well, check the thing tipsy. about
1: it. My first joke was perfect. They came out with inmate suits on, and I was gonna be like, so. And, and there's a big joke yeah, yeah, about yeah. Joelberg's dick being so big, and I was like. I, I could probably survive prison so long as Jolberg lets me on top and, and I rock back and forth smoking a cigarette <laughs> and doing a crossword puzzle, I'll be fine. And then the second joke, I've said it on the show before, was Maggie likes the smell of horse shit, my girlfriend, because it reminds her of her childhood. She would ride her grandma's horses which works out for me because when she goes down on me I know I didn't wipe good enough when she gets nostalgic. Shut the fuck up. And then, Shut the fuck. Up. And then my next joke was like people ask who's the better half I say well it's got to be her cuz when I look at my disgusting naked body in the mirror I think wow she must really love me and then I look at her naked body and I think wow it's got to be me because my standard <laughs> my standards are way higher than hers. She she like she's, she's with me. Over these bits, she's with she's, her with, she's with me, and she likes the smell of horse shit. What else is she willing to do? It smells like home,
2: man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Cruising through horse, horse no. shit has a different smell than cow shit. No, but
1: yeah, the the thing is, is women uh, are the champions of the of the planet, no matter what. Yeah. But yeah, dude. Yes. I don't know, man. Um, I think that's good.
2: Um, uh, oh, real quick. Have you, are you in the like TikTok world? Do you have, have you explored it? Do you know what the fuck is going on? Cause it's taking over. No, I, I, it I know it's taking I, over. I know it's uh, really, I hate it a lot. Um, and I'm going to show you a video. I'm telling you, it's, it's, I'm like one of those guys. And I'm like, I'll never watch that. And shit. I really hate it's this. Stupid. And
1: I don't know why I hate
2: it so much. And it bothers
1: me so much. It might not even be on YouTube, because it's like um, model fish. an aquarium.
0: And it's a girl in an aquarium. And she's kind of like modeling. Okay,
2: here we go. In an aquarium?
1: Look at her. She's getting filmed by her
2: friend. Oh yeah It's like She's in public In front of other people Oh there's people Like in the middle Of streets and stuff Doing this shit dude In the middle Of fucking traffic Look at her Yeah But like What
0: the fuck It is the new Social takeover The the, the old guy (laughs) Making fun of her
2: That's the classic OG.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is what she was doing.
2: He's like, get in the fucking
0: farm,
1: bitch. But yeah, I don't know why. I understand she's just being, uh, just, you know, artsy and just with her social media. I'm telling you, social you media. It, but just, that, for some reason, I'd rather watch. It's taken over, man. Like, I'm. I'm, I'm I would I'd rather right watch now, Justin
2: Bieber have gay sex. I was, I was. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. There's I seriously <laughs> some funny shit on there. It's almost like. Like, Instagram and YouTube, like, combined. And, like, yeah. people, like, do these pranks and stuff. And my daughter, she's actually, she has over a million followers. She's, like, at 1.2 million, like, overnight just by stuff. Wow. Yes. She is TikTok famous. And that's how I started getting into it. I was just, like, I created an account. Just do you like, have a video? Is there a watch TikTok of, video of your daughter? Or is it you have to have the app? I think, I don't, I don't know if I've never looked it up on a PC, but... Um, I have an apple. Um, What's her name? And is it TikTok? It's Jasmine K, but it's J A
0: uh, S J A X S M I N E.
2: So I don't know if it would come up on YouTube no, or not. Probably not. But I know they have TikTok stuff like blowing up all over. I mean, I have it on my phone, and and like. But like it'll show like her following so you know this is like a china-based company and yeah. they've talked about it like how like no military personnel like anybody fbi they're not allowed to use it at all because of it's a china-based company all oh, right but i guess they have like headquarters in la or something but these kids are getting found and becoming famous like that just from like yeah it's it's insane they're like taking over and the next thing you know like that's now celebrities are starting to catch on and like get into it so these kids some of them don't even have like instagrams or snapchats and things like that yeah that's all they have up but yeah i mean there's some funny shit dude i got almost a hundred thousand likes just by posting a video of my fucking dog when i drive him down the road he fucking like bites at cars driving by and i put system of a down to it and people fucking went nuts over it i was like swear to fucking god and now I become one of those guys who fucking post a fucking TikTok video just trying to be on there. Jeez. I started mine just trying to like keep an eye on my daughter. I need to get hip to that. Or a, a hip to the views. I'm, I'm telling you, just just check it out sometime. This
1: is all I do, man.
2: It'll fucking suck you in, Rob Webb. Dude, I know I'm
1: getting dude. Dude, I don't even We're fucking old. Those yeah, these are the new old. times. We can't we can't I didn't even know who Billie Eilish was. <laughs> <laughs> until like this band in uh Cleveland based out of Cleveland and she's stuff a, they're the critic city I every now and then I wear their merch they uh came out with a cover of uh
2: She's a sad girl like her music is like sad but she has some I'll like play upbeat part of it. stuff
1: I hope I don't get I hope they don't get pissed at me for playing parts Oh of this, this is
2: my daughter's idol right now back in the day it was like Hannah fucking Montana and now we got fucking what is it this girl but like in real life she's really down to earth she still lives at home got money made Going on world tours, I mean, but yeah, Billy Eilish did Bad Guy. I thought these guys did it, mm, mm, mm,
0: mm, and it's mm, badass. Mm, 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 mm,
2: mm. They did such a good job. We need like a five-hour podcast because
0: oh, mean, it's over
1: it. an hour now. It's an hour and eleven minutes, and that's fine. I got now. I got a good uh, upload speed, so we, we're good. S- slap the bass, right but this there is now. Critic
2: City. This is them? Yeah, Critic City. Yeah. Fucking slapping that bass. They did a really good job. They're local? But yeah. Really?
0: Butt, no
2: I feel like no, I've seen oh, them at Whiskey Island before no while I was bartending.
0: Like no,
1: I won't play the whole thing because I don't know so like so how cr- cr- this is going to work, if they're going to get mad no, at me. Like, you're using my band for views? I'm like, I don't know. No,
2: I'm, this is promoting. If Promoting. If it was like, yeah. I like all the yellow.
0: So, so so you're a guy.
1: Brian Hanselek plays the drums. He's really good. No, I like the remake of it.
2: I, I like, I like the, the remake of it.
0: The, bad
2: guy. the video, they should have done something more. the green ranger you they did
1: a good fucking job on this you
0: know that you own me i'll let
2: you play so like how your taylor's taylor, S- taylor your swift song was animal. like your secret uh, inside i mean i'll be in my car fucking jamming to something like like shit you wouldn't even like you would fucking make fun of me i'll be in my car like People look over at me. I'm just like, yeah, what's up? You don't even know what the fuck I'm listening to.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Getting nice. down. I'll play. Uh. Uh.
1: But yeah, like, is there anything else going on? Um, in the future, you got
2: like a foundation.
1: Oh uh, no, the kidney foundation walk
2: fundraiser. Has that happened yet? Uh, no. It's uh every June. Um, this year I usually walk every year. Um, but this year I'm not. I'm going to be down there volunteering. Um but I am raising money um, cuz I like what they do with their money it's not one of those organizations that uh keeps half and does with the other half what they will everything goes to something good um so yeah there's there's a link at the in my facebook page um in the bio that's that's usually that all that's there i don't put a bio or nothing like that so you just click on it it'll take you there it'll give you like a little Gist of my story or whatnot, and like why I do it, and uh, yeah.
0: All right, um, cool.
2: I'd well, appreciate yeah. it, and like I said, like people, like you could literally donate like one dollar fifty cents. I mean, I don't yeah, know. Don't. I, I can
1: put up a a link to for people to donate. Yeah, 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 thing. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, well, after the episode, I'll get that all that to write it out so I could Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'll have that on paper so I can for get sure, it going. Right? But well, I mean, like, and it's all like. Next year, when you do your taxes, it's a tax write-off, so you get that money back, ladies. But and gentlemen. Is, how
1: do you do that? Is there documentation that you need to supply? Like, what, um, if, you, so what if you go for when
2: you donate? Um, as long as you leave your email, well, you have you have to leave an email. Um, I do every year. Every year I donate, and like every year, I try and do like more than what I did before, which doesn't always happen. But uh, you get this printable form. Um, I forget the name of the form, but it's just how it works when you donate money to like a. What are those called? Why is my mind going? Dude, I don't even know when it comes to taxes, psh, um, you got me. It, for a cause that uh you guys know what I'm talking about. My mind's going blank right now.
1: Whatever yeah, put but, it in um, the comments. Post yeah. it in the comments. If you know what he's talking about, post it in yeah. the comments. You'll
2: get an email with a printable form that you can slip and hold into your taxes for the next year. You can hang on to it, do whatever, and then, like literally, when you go to do your taxes. I turbo tax my shit. Every, yeah, every fucking too. year. And there's always a thing where have you donated money to a charity? And yeah. you'll go in there and like when you go type it in, it'll it'll be right there. It'll like automatically be like it'll come up National Kidney Foundation. you okay. be like, This is how much I donated. That'll go like right back into your refund. Okay. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's good cool. to know. Yeah. For any of those people. Most people, people out don't there. know that though. So Yeah, it's like uh That's one. It's like, Letting one of your best asshole friends borrow money and you get it back a year later, which I've done. Is so that many times really, do I'm you know anything so about so that? Sorry. Is that
1: a way for you to really know where your tax money goes? <sighs> Could you potentially donate, a, like say everything that you pay in taxes, donate that to a certain cause that you care about mm-hmm. or split it up between causes that you care about? Will your tax money not then go to the militarized industrial complex or. Welfare or whatever, whatever subsidized program that exists.
2: Well, I don't, when you like look at your TurboTax, it'll show you like when you put that on there, I can see that I get that money back. Um, but honestly, I don't know if they, they tax that. Is that a fucking Jesus in the...
1: Oh, that's a Halloween decoration. It looks like he's peeking through the window. Oh, my window. God. I thought that was like a blind with like Jesus staring me down. I was about to freak the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be here. If you want to be here, become a guest. Let exactly. me know. Exactly. But yeah, I'm going to go, man. This is good. This is, uh, I fucking love it. Dude, thank you so much, yes, man. awesome. Dude, Great this time. is freaking sweet. And good. have me back because I could talk forever. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, for sure uh good convos got got covered a lot of topics yeah uh i'm gonna play us out i have it ready it's a song i made called cupid smoking barrel cupid and it's about falling in love and it's a hip-hop track and it was falling in love the rhyme is inspired the 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 sequence and the the cadence of of lyrics is inspired by tupac
2: Fuck yeah! I, I was ain't mad at you. i my way here. I ain't mad at you. Yeah. Well, it's inspired by that song. Right on. Yeah. Well, about, uh, you know how Tupac no, like is. I was jamming it on the way here. I was like, I need to get ready for this podcast. Well, here we go jam it. Thank you, JB. Yeah, thanks, brother. Give it up
1: for JB one more time. I might put up. There you go. And Cupid uh, Smoking Barrel by the Fun Box and uh, Hey Hey the Fun Box is a podcast and it's also my hip hop Soundcloud.com I'm a SoundCloud rapper minus the facial tattoos, but here we go.
0: I didn't think it was possible I'm drowning in your grace have mercy on my lungs The smile on your face is like a disco ball hung I the dance for space bum, 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 bum. I don't wanna chase ya, but I'll do it if you want Your music keeps me going, your cards you got me showing No heart because you stole it, on the river you will just boat it I'm born again in a way I can't explain I know I'd stay alive just to be your friend Imagine life without you by my side, but if I do, you're gonna make a strong man cry. That's no lie. I wanna say I could live on, but everywhere I go, I be thinking about this song. Like birds flying along all day with the wind. Am I wrong? Making seconds seem long. At this, I'm terrible. Stuck with an arrow. Cupid smoking barrel. Cupid smoking barrel. Oh my Cupid smoking barrel. More you, more each day. I didn't think it was possible. Didn't was possible. Oh my God. I keep loving you more every day. Didn't think it was possible. Didn't think it was possible. Oh.